1: Today, I got time, cuz you lucky on that day. I was acting cool, cuz Nigga, right. what's up? How gangster are you? Cuz y'all not ready. Oh, I don't fuck with you, cuz
3: you disrespecting me. I, you, cause you disrespecting me. Uh. I go hard, cuz all right. How y'all doing? Happy Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad. Hope I don't get hit with no damn DCMA for saying that or singing that. Hope y'all are doing good. I am in my little Christmas outfit, honey. Look, with the little reindeer Rudolph with the matching little bracelet. Oh. Uh. Hey. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you guys are doing good today. Hey, all right. We got over 2,000 people in here. Come on through. It's time to sip some tea. So good to see you guys. All right. Merry Christmas to everybody. I hope you guys are doing good. We are finally getting snow. We have not had no snow all month. And now we're having a blizzard. So it is crazy. But um, so everybody be safe. Y'all like the outfit? Y'all like the green and red with the red lips? See my little candy cane? My little belt? (laughs) I'm Santa's helper, okay? So being that I am Santa's helper... I wanna go ahead and announce the people who won the gift cards. If you guys do not know, I did um, a gift card giveaway on the Discord. So if you won, please make sure that you email, like you uh, send me a message on Discord with your correct email address. If you send me the wrong email address and somebody gets your virtual gift card, I don't know what else I can do for you. You just gonna have to, you know what I'm saying, suck it up. So please make sure it's the correct email address. To the person who won the big beauty, the dope beauty uh, gift box, please email me your physical address or your P.O. box. Because so I, I have to send that to you physically. Everybody else will get a virtual Walmart gift card. So I hope you guys are doing great. Yes, I'm in the festive mood. So the first winner is, well, let me just read up all the winners. It was 20 winners uh, Tyler218, Sweet Tea Darkness, Shay Shay, T-Mid. Sweet Miriam, Dollface, Toon Muhammad, uh, Menvra Jade. I don't know if this is Laisha or Aisha. You are the girl that I never had. And I want to get... See, I got to stop damn singing. Damn. I think it's Aisha or Laisha. You won. You won, girl. You won. Um, let's see here. Words by Matt. Um... I am Amani B94, Cammy, Naya Asmara, Jazz the Wolf, uh, Masum Lulu, Shamrock 96, Ms. Jackson 05, Luther's Boy, and Jamaica Brown. So you guys all won gift cards. And um, let me see here. The big winner for the uh, dope beauty box was Tish. So congratulations, you guys. Thank you guys so much for entering and thank you guys for being a part of the Discord and everything else. So, you know, congrats. Yes, it has been a lot of people. So it's just been, it's been really dope just to see like how that played out. And thank you to Rejoice for putting that bot together. Um, She did all the coding for that. It was just picked randomly. So I had no, you know, say on who won. It was all random. That's how I wanted it. So it worked out really well. So, welcome. I know you guys um, are here for the tea, so we're going to go ahead and get into it. Let me see. Let me read some of these super chats here. Um, Jay McCullough sent in says, Happy holidays. Loving this outfit. eh?" And says, I am sending love and celebrating that I didn't get booted from the Discord. Y'all are a mess. Y'all are a mess. Thank you so much for the super chat. If you're active, you're fine. It's the folks who are just not active. So, you know what I'm saying? Today was Purge Day. So we have to purge people. If you're not active and you're not, you know, engaging, then you know, go lurk elsewhere. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, everybody who was able to type was in there. You guys have been active, so you guys are good. So let me go ahead and uh, read this from Milky Chan. She sent $20. She says, Miss Lovely T just got off work and caught your live stream. Merry Christmas. Welcome and thank you so much. Merry Christmas to you too, love. Thanks for coming through. Um Shakara sent 4 thank you Shakara. Uh, F Ali sent four ninety nine as well, thank you so much for that. Let's see here. And Fred Bias says, hey T, happy holidays. Happy holidays to you as well. So let's go ahead and get on with the show here. Um, it's a lot to talk about. I am noticing the censorship is getting heavy. I've been saying this for a while, that they are trying to clean up social media. They are trying to censor people. And two of the biggest people with some of the biggest, you know, with the biggest platforms, millions of followers have just been censored. I don't know if you guys have known this or noticed this. When I go to read stories, like let's say it's like a, I don't know, news story, or if I'm on TMZ, or even Yahoo, um, TMZ has done, like their comment section isn't there. Now, I don't don't know if they're updating the site, but the last few times that I've been on the site, the comment section is not there. Sometimes, depending on whatever post is on yahoo.com, the comment section is gone. I'm noticing that more and more that they are getting rid of these comment sections. That is scary, you guys. Y'all know me, I live for my comments, good or bad, I live for them, you know what I'm saying? A lot of discussion goes on in different comment sections, you know. So, when they start taking that away, and we're not able to converse with each other and have opinions and go back and forth, that is a scary thing. So, let me go ahead and break down what exactly is going on with uh, with uh, let's start with Perez Hilton because his situation happened first. And one of my discorders has sent me the story because I wasn't aware of it. But if you guys do not know, Perez Hilton was kicked off of um, TikTok. Completely kicked off. And people are saying that he was kicked off because, um, oh gosh, all these ad blocker people. Hold on real quick. Let me see if I can refresh this. They're saying that he was kicked off for bullying a teenager, Charlie Diamio. I don't know how to say that girl's last name. I apologize. But a lot of big YouTubers were talking about this girl because... Her and her sister, they became rich off of TikTok. They got like 100 million followers. And I guess at that time, she only had like 90 million and she was eating with James Charles. And she's like, oh my God, oh my God, I wish she had 100 million. Oh my God, what is 90 million? I just want to die. And James Charles was like- what is the big deal? You know what I'm saying? You have 90 million followers. It's not a bad thing. Okay. <laughs> That's my James Charles and Charlie voice. So they're just talking and stuff. And she's, I guess people are saying she's kind of acting bratty. Like she's not appreciative, appreciative of like the 90 million. Somebody broke her down. D Emilio. Oh, okay. Thank you. Charlie D'Amelio. Thank you. I don't follow none of these damn children. So you know, she's crying about the followers and then the chef comes out and I guess he's making snail escargot. I know how to pronounce that because I took French for several years. He made escargot, told the sister to try it. She got to spitting it up. She grabbed a napkin, spit up the snail. It's like, oh, I don't eat snail. This is nasty. How dare you? What are you trying to kill me? huh <laughs> So a lot of people were disgusted. Trish Paytas had a lot to say. Um. She was upset about the situation. Um, Perez Hilton had a lot to say. And people were saying that Perez Hilton had been kind of picking on these girls for a while. Now, as we all know, uh, know Perez Hilton, he's been in the game for a long time. Let me, I gotta look up the video because it's not, now it's this website wants me to like remove the ads or something, ad blocker or something like that, which I have no problem doing. But sometimes those ads, when they pop up, they're like super loud. So give me just a second to pull up the video, so I can show y'all this. But yeah, so he got banned from TikTok, and he was really upset about this. And supposedly the reason why he was banned was because of Charlie DeAmelio and her family. They're they're very they're a very powerful family on TikTok, I guess. So they have the power to like you know banish people. So, Give me just a second here. Pull up this video. So it's a bunch of mess. A lot of people. Okay. Amy is saying that she got famous off of little black girls dances. I've heard about that. I heard that um, her and the other one, the other little pretty girl, what's her name? Alyssa or something like that. They said that they were stealing black girls dances, not crediting them. They would do the same dances and then they would blow up. So these black girls would choreograph dances. They would steal the dances. And then, of course, they get all the shine. That happens all the damn time. Matter of fact, let's talk about it real quick before I play the Perez Hilton video. Um, Put a teacup if you guys watched the Ma Rainey movie. Yesterday, we had a Zoom movie night. We did a Netflix and chill party. And we watched Ma Rainey. That movie is a trip, okay? I did like it, but that ending left... It it was I didn't like that cliffhanger ending. It left a bad taste in my mouth. It definitely made me feel some type of way. But that was a perfect example. Okay, Addison Ray, that's her name. Thank you. So y'all know all these people's names. Addison. I called her Allison. My bad, Addison. Um, but we were watching My Rainy yesterday, and that's what happened to the uh to the character that Chadwick Bosman with uh Bosman was playing. Um He have written all these songs and basically the white man ends up stealing it from him. And then at the very end, they have an unseasoned band playing his music. You know, he was so upset, so angry, he took his frustrations out on another black band member. I'm not going to spoil it for you guys because there's people who haven't watched it. It's on Netflix. You guys can go watch it. But that is a perfect example of how that still happens to this day, that black folks will, you know, invent something, you know, make something cool and hip and chic and then you know basically other races will take it reinvent it and then they get all types of praises and accolades for the same thing that people of you know color were doing and nobody cared about um so it's happened a lot so that's how a lot of these girls got famous you know and and i don't i'm not going to I don't feel any type of way because to me, these are all children like Addison is the same age as my son. Charlie's the same age as my youngest son. You know, I think she's 15 or 16. So I, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and bash these children, but I see it for what it is. I don't think it's fair that the black girl who started the renegade dance and other dances was totally just dismissed. And it wasn't until, you know, uh, blogs like The Shade Room and others started giving her credit that the mainstream then was like, oh, this is the black girl who started it. Let's bring you to the NBA all-star game with all the other white girls who do the dance. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's make it be fair across the board. I'm not saying that Addison or Charlie, they don't deserve their fame. You know, if if a million, a hundred million people want to follow them, that is their business. I'm not going to, you know, knock them for that, but I think it should be fair across the board. You know, if other girls are making dances, they should also be pushed through the algorithm. That's just my biz. That's just my opinion. So now let me go ahead and um bring this up. They say that Perez Hilton has been, you know, calling her out. I don't know if he was calling her out on the whole dance thing. I don't know because I don't follow him like that. But I guess he was calling her out on different things. Um, some of her fans were saying that Perez had been bullying her. So I'm gonna go ahead and show you guys this video of Perez Hilton talking about it really quick. This is sad, honey. Okay, let me remove myself. All right, y'all go ahead and check this out here.
4: Hey, everybody. It is Perez. And um, some of you may have heard that I have been permanently banned from TikTok. I want to give you guys some updates on that and share some more information. First, the reason that TikTok gave me for permanently banning my account without any warning is multiple community guidelines violations. If you guys don't know how TikTok works, it's run by bots, artificial intelligence. And I get my videos reported, targeted attacks against me by people who don't like me all the time. And I appeal them, and then they get restored almost always. Not always, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. But today, I created a backup TikTok account. And TikTok just deleted my backup account. I am feeling numb. And I don't want to seem overly dramatic, but I feel like my world is crumbling. This feels like a death to me, and I want to reveal that in a Hail Mary pass, hoping for a Christmas miracle, I have reached out to Charlie D'Amelio and her family. I messaged them on Instagram, begging them for help. If anybody could help me right now, it is Charlie D'Emilio's family. And with all of the humility in the world, I grovel to them and I pray that they could find kindness in their heart to please help me. I don't even know if they've seen, they may not even check their message from me Charlie is the most followed person on TikTok. And I think the reason that I have been permanently banned without any warning is because I have been talking about a lot of creators on TikTok. Because those videos do well. But I have not done anything that's harassing or bullying. And TikTok is claiming that I am. Just by sharing news.
3: All right, y'all, let me go ahead and come back on the screen. So y'all see Perez Hilton. He is crying like his ass got diagnosed with the C-19, honey, and he got to be on a damn ventilator. It's not that serious, but I get it. I get why he's hurt. I get why he's upset. This is really scary because this is a 42-year-old man saying that he is begging. He is groveling. He's on his feet. He is crying real tears, okay? Real tears. He didn't need a tissue like damn Candace. He's crying real tears wanting his TikTok back. He has been banned and he is still banned. I think that is very scary that. And I'm not saying that Charlie or her family got him banned. It might have just been because it was so many fans complaining. That's what got him banned. But it's very scary that if you have an opinion on somebody If you have an opinion on something, they can just go to TikTok and then you're banned. And this is Perez Hilton that we're talking about. He has been in the game for like 20-something years. He's been blogging way before Charlie was even born. You know, so for him to be, you know, riddled down, (laughs) reduced down to a dude who's crying and begging a 16-year-old to talk to the TikTok gods to allow him back on is extremely disturbing. The censorship is getting out of control on social media, and I've been saying this for a while now. That was just really, really sad. When I seen that video, I was in shock. I was just like, I could not believe it that that was Perez Hilton crying like that. Let me go ahead and read some of these super chats here. Um give me just a second. Uh sweet diva Dennis J sent $49.99. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. She says, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Love your outfit. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, little eyed uh sent $49.99. Thank you. She says, Yes, it's T again and she's back. Ooh, L O L. Hey T, just showing some love from Denver, Colorado at working. This UPS bag, honey. I will have to watch the playback later on. Happy holidays, everyone. Keep safe and stay blessed. Thank you so much. And thank you for being an essential worker and putting in work. I know it's been a crazy season. Um, the mail is backed up. Everybody's waiting for their packages and things like that. So thank you for your hard work. I appreciate it. And thanks to the super chat. Um, Jerriza L says, I'm at work, but i watch the playback tea. You look super cute. I hope you and your family have a great holidays. Thank you, sis. And you and your family have a great holidays as well. Thank you for coming through. Let's see here, Jaden Wheaton, dollars four ninety nine says over TikTok though, boy, go eat a sandwich. <laughs> Love you, T. <laughs> yes, he's very upset, you know, and I think it's not just him losing his TikTok account. But it's just like you know the censorship, like that's what he does. That's what he's always done. That is what Perez Hilton is known for—is for talking and giving his opinion. So this is very, this is a very slippery slope. But I said that a long time ago when people were celebrating when Alex Jones got deplatformed. I said if y'all are going to celebrate him being deplatformed, be careful what y'all wish for because this can start affecting other people. And then remember, Minister Louis Farrakhan—he ended up getting deplatformed, you know, a few months later. um, Milo, I don't know. I can't never say his last name properly. Milo Strapanopoulos. Um, he got the platform it was a lot of people. And I may not agree with these people, you know, but I feel like at the end of the day, people should have the right to their platform to voice their opinion. Like I always tell people, the only person that you control in life is yourself. If you don't like somebody's platform, if you don't like what they have to say, then you, you don't follow them. Why watch somebody that upsets you? Why watch somebody that you don't vibe with? It just doesn't make any sense. Instead of removing their platform, how about you just remove yourself, you know? So I think it's a shame. Um, Jada Osa just says, Perez Hilton was posting nude pics and making inappropriate comments to kids. What? He's disgusting. This man... This man is not well. Merry Christmas T. Well, damn, Jade. She done just she done spilt all the damn tea. Like I said, I don't follow him on TikTok. Why is he making inappropriate comments to children? This man is 42 years old. I'ma need him to calm down a bit. And he was posting nudes. Okay, hoodie. I don't even want that thought in my head. Okay. And I love Perez, but I ain't trying to see him nude. <laughs> Thank you, Jade. Let's see here. Mel said, 1999 says all that begging and crying is weird as F, but it shows how much they hold Charlie and those kids on a pedestal. Yeah. I mean, those kids are making million dollar deals. I know. I think she's the one who ended up getting that like $10 million deal with like Dunkin Donuts. I mean, these kids are like huge influencers now. And it was just announced the other day that her and her family are going to be giving their own TV show on Hulu. I believe it's Hulu. So, yeah, they're definitely making moves. Um, AJ Swazi says, you look like a sexy elf. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thanks for coming through. Josephine Korea says, happy holidays, T. Stay blessed and always know that you are an inspiration. Perez needs to get his, his shit together. Thank you so much, love, and thanks for coming through. I appreciate you. So it looks like they're kind of spilling Perez's tea. I didn't know about him doing that and making inappropriate comments. That's definitely not okay. So let's go ahead and segue into the whole Trisha Paytas situation. Now, somebody on Instagram brought this to my attention. And initially with, with Trisha, she was getting a bunch of like messages from Instagram telling her that she can't post this. She can't post her link to her OnlyFans. And she was initially like, Banned, I believe she was saying for 30 days. Then they came back with a decision. They just removed her her uh, Instagram page altogether, and she's had to create a new backup page. And I've been on Trisha's Instagram page, she's had all types of nudes on there. She was doing all types of crazy stuff, not all the time, but I've seen her naked more times than I would like. Okay. Like I've probably seen her tits more than I've seen mine. I'm just keeping it real. (laughs) Okay. I'm like, damn. (laughs) They go them big old titties again. <laughs> so this was Trisha, uh Trisha Paytas talking about it. She did a YouTube video and she's saying this is urgent. She wants everybody to, to know what's going on. So y'all go ahead and check this out. Let me go ahead and share my screen real quick.
5: OnlyFans or even Adam and Eve, which I guess that also constitutes as adults' work. Um so I'm I'm more than happy to not promote that on there and just keep it wholesome. Like I really am. So I do on my TikTok. I never promote my OnlyFans on my TikTok. I can keep that very very wholesome. I do think it's kind of bullshit if you're just deleting people's accounts just because they're sex workers and they you know I get it I get it. Don't promote OnlyFans. Don't promote sex work. I totally 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 understand that. Um and like I was you know pretty aware of it after some time because I know a lot of people are like well it's shocking you haven't been deleted and I agree but like. I didn't realize how like strict they're cracking down. So I hope and pray my Instagram keeps coming back. You know, Instagram more or less wasn't my choice platform, but I loved it still. Like I still loved it. A lot of people are like, Instagram's dying, but I still love posting. And I'm and that's why I'm so thankful for my backup account. I'm going to just post on there because I like, I can't stop posting just because I don't have followers on that account well, I have 90,000. So thank you there's the 90,000 on there, but I'm still going to post. And obviously my announcement probably end up going on my backup account. Again, it's just Trisha Paytas backup. That's the at handle. All right, so let me go ahead and come back on the screen.
3: So y'all yeah, just saw what what Trisha had to say about the situation. So once again, they are really cracking down. Instagram is not going to allow people to use their platform to promote their sex work, even if they're sex workers. So you're going to want to really watch out for that if you are a sex worker and you're trying to use Instagram to build a following. Um, they're cracking down on strippers, you know, people doing live shows. Um, like I said, Trisha has posted some, you know, not safe for work pictures before, but I've seen a lot worse on Instagram. Okay. Especially during when quarantine first hit, I was seeing so much stuff that was being pushed through the Explorer page. So I am glad that they are cleaning stuff up, but I think that if you are a sex worker, let's say like your OnlyFans model or you're a legit porn star, right? Let's use Tiana Trump now. Does she deserve to be removed just because of her occupation? I don't think that's fair. If that's what she does and that's her occupation, so be it. But if she's posting videos of her in the act having sex, no, then she should be removed. You get what I'm saying? And I feel like there's way more porn on Twitter. Again, I've been complaining about this for the past year. Anytime I log on to Twitter, I'm hit, bam, 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 bam. Porn. Pain sucking. First thing in the morning. Bouncing on pin, I'm like, who am I following that is posting all this porn? And when I click on it, I'm not following them. So why is it that every time I log on to my Twitter, my whole feed is normal, normal porn, normal, normal porn, normal, normal porn, porn, porn. It's just the weirdest stuff, you know, so I think they're really trying to crack down but I think they also need to use discretion, you know like trisha i don't I don't know why she's in the sex work industry still, like she has she makes good money on YouTube. I'm confused, maybe she just likes being a sex worker and to each its own, but she keeps calling herself a sex worker, but I'm like, I thought you were just a youtuber who just you know sometimes likes to show her damn boobs and shit but I don't think that sex workers should necessarily be removed. I think they have the right to be on Instagram like anybody else, but I do feel like you should not be posting full blown porn, you know? So I don't know, but these platforms are getting a lot stricter. And I just want people to be aware of that, that if people as big as Trisha Paytas are getting removed and banned and Perez Hilton, then it's not safe for the little guys. So just be very wary of what you post because they're not playing. Unfortunately, um, Jojo99912 says, Hi T, I'm not feeling well, but I'm still here to watch and support you. Oh, and there's a petition signed by 227k people on change.org to ban him from TikTok. Oop. So he didn't see that coming. See y'all spilling some tea that I didn't even know about. So there was a petition with over 200,000 people signed to get Perez Hilton moved off a TikTok. You see how people would twist stuff and try and play crazy? He made no mention of that petition at all. But again, it still shows you how strong this girl's fan base is for them to basically side with her and get rid of him altogether. So that is crazy. Thank you for that, T. Portia Burnett says, hey T, Merry Christmas and if you're traveling, drive safe. We got blizzard warnings. Thank you so much for the super chat. I definitely will. I'm not traveling anywhere. I'm staying here. But yeah, we're in a blizzard too. Uh, Javon Drew says, Merry Christmas, T. Something small because you deserve it. I always watch and definitely enjoy your content and the fact that you want to be an honest person. Much love. Thank you so much, Javon. I really appreciate the 1999 and thank you for coming through, love. Um, Money Madison says, Trisha has been posting news on Instagram for years, but now they're banning her now, but they will censor you real quick. Shake my head. Right. Thank you for the super chat. And that's the thing I never understood because she does post a lot of risque stuff on her Instagram. And for so long, she's been able to skate. I can literally post something and be like, Hey, <laughs> Here goes something about C19. All of a sudden the post is getting taken down. You can't see the video. The video won't play. There's all types of fact checker warnings. So I, I don't know. It's just really getting harder and harder to just reach out to, like, you know, people who support you who want to know and see that message. Like a lot of these companies are shadow banning things that they don't want seen. And it's a shame. Um, Transfusion says, I think Insta is cracking down on promotion of off-site solicitation for individual creators. Look how they don't bother huge companies like Pornhub. Mm, that's interesting too. And I think that might come on YouTube where they don't want people cross-promoting, you know, their Instagram or, you know, their website or just whatever. So I can see that happening on more platforms as well. So thank you. Um, Chantel Giselle says, Merry Christmas, T. I've been a subscriber for three years now. And by the way, it's my birthday on the 25th of December. I'll be 20 years old. Thank you so much for the super chat and happy early birthday and merry early Christmas. (laughs) So thank you so much for coming through. I appreciate it. Oh, y'all are showing love. Tatiana Richards sent $100. Thank you so much, Tatiana. She says, I'm late to the game, but Merry Christmas to you and your family. You are correct. I can't really get on social media without seeing sex all the time. Amen to that. And thank you for this super chat. And like I said, I feel like Twitter is one of the worst, one of the worst culprits, you know, and I'm not trying to knock nobody's hustle. You know, if you're a porn star, post your link directly. You know that if I go out my way to click on it, it takes me to your Pornhub page. I get that. But if I'm just scrolling and trying to look at today's news, I don't want to be bombarded with you being gangbanged. I don't, I don't, I don't want to absorb that energy in at that time. You know what I'm saying? Maybe later on, but not, not first thing in the damn morning. Okay, let me drink my tea first and get something on my stomach. By the time I watch you gangbang and throw up and all that extra stuff, I done see some crazy shit on my damn Twitter timeline. No lie. <laughs> like, damn, can I, can I sip some tea first? Get hit in the face with a gangbang? Like, what the fuck? People are wilding on there. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Celeste P. Mitchell sent ninety nine ninety nine. Thank you so much, Celeste. She says it is really scary. It is. The censorship is very scary. You know, and another truth to channel, they just got demonetized. They were talking about it. So it, it is really scary what's going on. Um, now, let me go ahead. How long have I been on here? We have over 10,000 people watching. Okay, good. It's been 30 minutes let me go ahead and pull up some more information because there's some more stuff I do want to hit on okay so before I start I want to go ahead and give a shout out to Gucci and Keisha K or if y'all do not know Gucci announced today that Keisha had the baby and they named the baby Ice Davis so a lot of people are mixed on that. I'm here for it. Cause y'all not like unique names, you know, kind of reminds me of ice T and ice cube, but this time the baby's name is ice David. And you know, the baby, I'm sure, you know, he's being born into money and wealth. He's going to be icy. So it just fits the whole burr movement. You know what I mean? So I'm not mad at it. I want to say, I wonder if they're going to show the baby, though. That's going to be very interesting if they decide to show the baby because we know Keisha is very secretive about her children, which I don't blame her. And Gucci is also secretive about his child as well. So it's going to be interesting if they end up showing this baby. But the baby was born today. So congratulations to them. So now I want to go ahead and um, also talk about some positive news as well. If you guys don't know, it's the holiday season and a lot of celebrities are giving back. So I know sometimes we talk about celebrities when they're doing, you know, ratchet stuff, crazy stuff, when they're trending for the worst of the worst. But we have a lot of celebrities giving back. Um, Travis Scott, he gave back in uh, Houston. Him and Little Stormy, they went out there and they were giving away um, toys and food and things like that. Let me go ahead and show you guys these pictures here. I thought this was like really cute. Him with his daughter. So there's there's several celebrities just, you know, trying to give back during the holiday season. And we know Travis Scott, he made all types of money this summer, honey, with that Travis Scott burger at McDonald's that was just basically some, you know, BS. But he made his money, so he's giving back. So here he is. He's in Houston giving away toys and um backpacks and just all types of stuff They goes a little stormy with her little cute self and her mask so i thought that was really dope you know just to see them give back and help out um russell westbrook was also out here giving back um he was giving back shoes clothing toys um he's not playing in uh, the dmv so he was giving back to that community so i thought that was really dope you know so that was nice to see now i want to go ahead and show you guys this video which I thought was super sweet. You know, damn near, you know, made me shed a tear. Meek Mill went back to his neighborhood in Philly and he gave back to a family and the father got extremely emotional. So I thought that was really sweet um, to see Meek Mill. And Meek Mill, a lot of these guys, they do a lot for their communities, but you know, unfortunately that doesn't always get highlighted. So I do want to go ahead and highlight. If we can talk about their ratchetness, we can also give them credit when they are doing things right. Granted, you know, two weeks ago he was giving, you know, six kids $20 to split for water. But he's made up for it with this video. I thought this was sweet. So y'all go ahead and check this out real quick. Ooh, is this the video? Hold on. Let me grab and I had to grab the screen from my desktop. Give me just a second. Here we go.
1: Dream. You can't you can't see, oh, Keep chasing your dreams man, congratulations oh, a to get us up to
3: the college, happy yeah, yeah. birthday, merry christmas, yeah, yeah. Birthday. Merry christmas. Thank you, thank you. y'all not by yourself yeah, you man, do. y'all got family out here, you What's
1: so good? up y'all good? What's up y'all good? Yeah! Yeah! Hey you all right, y'all enjoying y'all Christmas? Yes. Well, I would call it an early Christmas for y'all, man. I just wanted to stop through, say what's up, let y'all know we appreciate y'all. Know what I mean? Take the gifts, hold it down, do what y'all do, stay good in school. They ain't shot. They ain't shot right now. Yeah, well, nice to meet y'all, man. Keep doing y'all thing, man. All love. How you doing, man? Thank you so much for blessing my babies, man. I appreciate I'm that. That's words. what I'm here for, man. Try to help out. I'm lost for words, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks. You know, we try to make sure they stay straight for Christmas. And I didn't know how I was gonna do it. And you did it. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. All uh, right, you're welcome, man. Already. Already. Love, bro.
3: All right. So y'all just saw that video. That was very touching. That was very touching. A lot of people are really going through it this year. This has been a rough year for a lot of people. Um, not knowing how they're gonna make ends meet people losing their jobs, people's, you know, the food lines are around the corner in certain cities, you know, so you have a lot of people really struggling out here. So I don't care if he's giving back books, Jordans or PS5s, at least he's giving something back and he put a smile on those kids' face. You know what I'm saying? He put a smile on that father. And, you know, a lot of people are out here trying to give back and just do little things that they can do to help put a smile on people's faces and just, you know, uplift their spirits. So even if you're not a celebrity like a Meek or you're not a Beyonce, she's another person who gave like five hundred thousand dollars to like needy families. Um, Tiana Taylor is doing some stuff. T.I. has given back as well. You know, the fact that you're looking out for somebody outside of yourself you know, you will definitely receive your blessings that way as well. So kudos to everybody out here just trying to give back and look out for other people. So that was very touching because, again, we don't know everybody's situation. We don't know what people are going through. So for him to do that for that family and for that father to just be so appreciative, you know, was just that was amazing. I really liked it that video. So I wanted to share that with you guys, because, again, it's always easy to talk about the ratchet stuff or the low vibrational stuff or drag a celebrity. But in the same breath, I always like to uplift when I see positive stuff as well. So <laughs> enough of that positive stuff. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I thought that was really sweet though. But um so let's go ahead and talk about I have a lot of stuff to talk about. So this this video is probably gonna be longer than an hour. I got a lot of little notes. Um so the next thing I want to hit on was Everything that is going down with Mr. T.I., okay? And like I said, kudos to T.I., he's giving back. But this conversation that he had, this was about three days ago, he had his podcast, it's called, you know, that Expeditiously T.I., and he had 21 Savage on there. And basically on the podcast, he's talking about, you know, how he spends time with his daughters, and he does that to prevent them from, you know, being thoughts. You know, I'm just, T on his misogyny, it gets really frustrating because it's like so many times he tries to do good, but then he ends up putting his foot in his mouth. So let me go ahead and play that video for you guys in case you guys haven't seen it. So give me just a second here to find that video. Okay, here it is. Let me go ahead and pop this up.
1: And I'm just naturally more overprotective for my daughter than I am of my sons. Bro. That's also true. This I mean, is also true. I don't know why. I don't know what it is, but I just. I feel like it's because it's men. We know how we do women. Because sons can't get pregnant. That too. But it's like. Sons can't get pregnant. But we know how we treat women. So I feel like I just don't want my daughter to ever just run into one of them niggas. But you can't keep her from running into nah, one. No, you can't keep her, but. I want her to. To know how to feel real love, so that she, that know, how, so she know how to discern what's the difference between right. the two. Yeah, yeah see yeah. what I'm saying? Absolutely. I think that's that's key. That's key. Being able to motherfucking uh, provide the, you know what? Me and me and little Duval call it uh, thought prevention hours. You got to put in them thought prevention hours. Keep your daughter off the pole. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you just you, you spending time going to daddy daughter dances and you are taking them on trips with just you and her. Those are thoughts, and I'm just naturally more overprotective. So, My Let me show you
3: this picture. This was 21 Savage a few years ago with his girlfriend Amber Rose at the time at her slut walk, and he's holding the sign that says, I'm a hoe too, and she's holding a sign that says, Captain Save a Hoe. So this entire situation is a hot mess. So this is what I wrote on Instagram. We're going to talk about it. I said, T.I. is a mush mouth weirdo. It's funny how these rappers can put out music to glamorize stripping and thought culture like the slut Yet when it comes to their daughters, that type of lifestyle is unacceptable. Y'all better wake the hell up. This is the same way these rappers love talking about putting in work, selling drugs. Meanwhile, their kids go to some of the best private schools in the nation. And your kids are looking at felonies on their first offense, trying to keep it with these low vibration, trying to keep it with the low vibrational messages in the music. So that is what I wrote, you know, and I, I just feel like. Why is spending time with your child, your female child? Why are you even considering that thought prevention hours? Shouldn't it just be I'm spending time with my daughter because I love her and I want her to be around her father? I think the reason why T.I. talks so much about trying to, you know, stay on top of his daughters, make sure they're not thoughts. You know, he was checking the one girl's hymen and everything else is because of the way that he did women. That's all he's doing. He's trying to basically, you know, get a hold of them and keep a tight leash on them because he knows that there's some dude coming down the pipeline to do his daughters the same way he did their mothers and other women you know and and another thing i don't understand is why is it in hip-hop that sex work is so glamorized right strippers and especially in atlanta like the stripping culture is big in atlanta Magic City, Blue Flame, you know what I'm saying? Girls with the, you know, their bodies done, the big, you know, extremely big ass injections and everything else. It is so glamorized in the music. It's glamorized in the culture down there. So it's funny that all these dudes can have strippers swinging on stripper poles in their music videos and, you know, video girls that are scantily clad. But for some reason, that's not good enough when it comes to their daughters. It doesn't make any sense to me. So it's okay for you to push whole culture and stripper culture down my daughter's throat. If I had one or my niece or my little cousin's throat, it's okay for them to want to run out and go, you know what I'm saying? Be like the girls in your music videos, be like the girls that y'all, you know, have on your arm. But it's not okay for your daughters. Why is that? Maybe because, you know, deep down inside, that road can lead to nowhere. And I'm not saying all people who work in the sex industry are all strippers or on a dead end path. That is not what I'm saying. Because there are some people who used it for what they had to use it for, got their money, got out, made businesses, and they're very successful. So I would never sit here and say like, oh, that's a dead end road if you're a stripper. Absolutely not. But I just find it funny that these same... Who is that? They are so I'm sorry. There's a blizzard going on. I just find it funny that these same rappers who are sitting here promoting that are always complaining when it comes to their own children. And there's there's something to me that's not normal about that now. And and I think 21 Savage was a bit more level headed in that clip. So I'll give him that he's definitely matured a lot. But it's very funny that now he's so worried about his daughter not going down that same road and, you know, wanting to protect her. But look at the woman that you were with. You were with a woman who was sitting here calling herself a proud slut. I'm a slut and I'm a proud slut and I'm going to do the slut walk and can't nobody tell me nothing. And I remember when I was calling that out a few years ago and I was like, Nah, that that shit's not cool that that's not cool to ever sit there and call yourself a slut to have t-shirts that say i'm a slut and to push that to young girls like that's okay to be you know what i'm saying like there there's room for all types of women don't get me wrong you have some women who are proud hoes like tiana trump and others and that's just what they do but i don't think that it's okay to force that on impressionable girls like that's the way for them to come up and get money and and be famous and it's so funny now because now looking you know fast forward Five, 10 years later, where is the slut walking? Where's Amber Rose? She's sitting here in her feelings. She even stated that that picture is what made 21 Savage kind of, you know, fall back from her. That's what ruined their relationship because he got clowned so bad for holding up that sign and co-signing that. And I didn't even know he had a daughter. And it's like, you know, why co-sign something like that? And before y'all say, well, the slut walk was something meaningful. No, it wasn't. The original slut walk, what that was meant for was for people who were assault victims who went to the police departments and the police didn't believe them. It was something for that. She went and corrupted it and made it into some, oh, everybody in the industry caused me in a hole in a slut. So I'm just going to wear it proudly. Those were two different movements. And she tried to hijack the original movement and make it her own. You know, so I just find the whole situation just just very telling that a lot of these dudes will sit here and perpetuate stuff for years. Like I said before, they'll perpetuate drug culture, carrying guns, selling drugs and everything else. And then all of a sudden they want to be super woke. But you don't left a whole bunch of destruction in your path and you find you left a lot of kids who followed that message and it's led them to a road to nowhere. As much as Future rapped about doing lean and, and, you know, Molly Percocets and Juice World told him, I started doing that because of you, because of the music and Future was shook. And he didn't want that responsibility. And he even came out and said he doesn't do Molly's or Percocets. Well, that's fine that you don't. But millions of impressionable kids do. And they followed it because of you. You know, so there's like there's somewhat of a responsibility that we have as adults to not want to steer children, you know, down the wrong path. And I think that's where a lot of people in hip hop, that's where a lot of them are fighting these demons because they did whatever, said whatever to get their money. And now a lot of that stuff is coming back to haunt them. You know, Rod Wave said it best. Jeezy told us to sell drugs. Meanwhile, he sent his son to college. And people got mad at Rod Wave for saying that, but it's the truth. Tupac had not Tupac Snoop Dogg had a whole generation of young dudes in the hoods wanted to be crips and gangbang meanwhile his children went to the best private schools the two boys got football scholarships very smart young men very athletic but to people in the hood to, to those kids who didn't have those opportunities you're telling them to trap and sell drugs and do everything else and granted the parents need to be there. The parents need to you know, bear a, a great deal of responsibility because these are your kids. It's not the rapper's job to raise your children, but let's not act like social media and music does not have an influence on the youth. It did back then when I was growing up and it's steadily doing it today. And now you have a whole new generation of young girls who their whole thing is they wanna be IG models, scammers, you know what I'm saying? And they're just trying to trap a baller because that's what's glamorized all the time. So to me, it's not about thought prevention hours. How about leading by example? How about instead of trying to prevent your daughter from being a thought? How about treating women with respect? How about treating women how they should be treated and vice versa? How about putting the same energy into your sons? So that way they're not out here making single mothers. Because I find that funny. All of these dudes, especially T.I., he has several sons. His youngest son, he's out here smashing and been smashing since he was 14. Do you not think that he's making somebody else's daughter a thought? (coughs) You know what I'm saying? So it's okay for your son to be out here thought and bopping and, you know, taking somebody else's hymen and all that stuff. But when it comes to your daughter's hands off, it's hypocritical. I think when you lead by example, you don't have to have thought prevention hours because your daughters will see that, yo, my dad is a solid guy with the way he treats women. So I know how to be treated because I watch how my dad treats women. But see, when you treat women like trash and act like they're just disposable, come disposers and, you know, receptacles, that's how they look at you. So that's how this shit is. Am I preaching right now, honey? Hmm. That's how that is. You know, you got to lead by example. You, you you shouldn't have to have a thought prevention hour if you're leading by example and you're doing right by their mothers. Like, let's keep it real. His, his daughter and his son, they're literally two months apart. They're hood twins. So that lets you know what he was on when they were born. And I think because of all the shit he was doing, he's hoping his daughters don't end up in the same situation. Well, the good thing is, most likely they're not. Anyways, y'all, let me go ahead and read these super chats here. Yvonne sent $20, says, happy holidays, T. All the blessings and favor to you in 2021. I'm on your Discord to show my support in a small way but I'm not active on there. I just commented maybe twice. And that's just because I'm not a talkative person. Thank you so much. Thank you for the super chat. I appreciate you for coming through and thank you for coming onto the discord and just supporting when you can. Uh, let's see here. Venus Alchemy Tarot says, Hey T sending in love, not to bring the vibe down. Have you heard of Dr. Susan Moore's passing? She was a black doctor that wasn't given early Rona hospital intervention and mistreated badly. No, I haven't heard of that. But thank you so much for the super chat. Um, Cohen, 2017, Preach T, I need, T, I needs to hear this. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look up that doctor's info. I haven't heard that yet, but thank you. But yeah, this is um insane. Yep, thumbs up the video. Thank you, Chrissy. <laughs> Chrissy and C says thumbs up the video. But like I was saying, I just feel like, you know, People, you have to be mindful, especially young people and realize that a lot of the stuff that's in the music, you need to understand a lot of it is entertainment. And most of these people are not living that lifestyle. And that's where it's it's hard as children. They don't know how to decipher that. You know, and that's the same thing with, like I was saying a few streams ago, when you have kids constantly being hit with sexual, you know, with just sexual imagery, right? Like constantly being hit with porn and things like that. What happens is that it, de- it desensitizes them and then they assume that that is how you have sex. That is how you treat a woman. That's what's supposed to go down in the bedroom. But they're not understanding, you know what I'm saying, that they're being filmed. They're in a particular position, you know what I mean? And you don't know what all that porn star is going through once they yell cut. You know, they make it look glamorous and easy because that's what it's supposed to look like. But go and listen to some porn horror stories. I've heard quite a few, you know, so just be mindful that a lot of this stuff is just entertainment. It's not words to live by. Message. Let's see here. Let's see. We have a lot of uh, super chats here. I'm going to see if I can get to some. Um, Jennifer Clark sent five. She says, T, I love you. Look adorable. Happy holidays. Showing love Um, from. an. Uh, Hold on. This thing is short from a Americas Oh, from America's G a C one survivor. I am a super fan. Thank you so much, Jennifer Clark. I appreciate you. Um, Nigreen green says this is called censoring. The U S will soon be like China. I agree. It's a lot of stuff going on. So now I want to go ahead and segue cause I've been on here for, you know, an hour already, but if we need to go longer, we definitely will. Um, so that was my issue with T.I. Like I said, you know, he, he does give back. He does do things for the community. So I don't want to just knock him and act like he doesn't. But I think when he talks, especially when he talks about women and his daughters, it just always leaves a bad taste in my mouth. It just comes off just so misogynistic and just so disrespectful, you know? And again, if you're going to have that energy and you want all this respect for your daughters, make sure you put that same energy and respect towards other women then you don't have to worry about your daughters. You know what I'm saying? Being out there like that. So that's how that goes. Now, if you guys do not know, I want to go ahead and talk about this whole Candace and Monique situation from Real Housewives of Potomac. So there is new audio. She did an interview with this podcast. Um, Let me get the name of the podcast. They're called Behind the Velvet Rope. And so she did an interview and she's basically saying that most likely she will not do another season if Monique... Samuel's is on there. So Monique is the one that she fought and she's basically threatening to not come back. She's saying that she didn't sign up for Love and Hip Hop. She signed up for the Real Housewives of the Potomac. Once again, she's playing victim. So let me go ahead and play this guy for you guys. Give me just a moment here to pull this up. Let me grab my screen here. Okay, y'all go ahead and listen to this.
6: Willing to do whatever they need to do and have no regard for anyone but themselves.
4: What about the fact that you've said
6: if Monique is back, like you will not be part of the show? That's true. Really? I, for my mental health, I cannot be around someone who, as I said, is doing a music video to promote the song bragging about fighting me. And there's nothing that I need or want to say to her. This is a jo- this is still a job at the end of the day. I'm not working with her. And that's not an ultimatum. That's nothing but my truth. I am not comfortable in that space.
4: Right, and even though there's security, you would be scared.
6: I'm not, it's not scared. A lot of it is principle. This is not Love & Hip Hop. I don't wanna work on a show, I don't know if you've ever seen, on Love & Hip Hop's set, at any given time, there are six or seven security guards in the wings, like just outside of where the cameras are, because that's the culture on that show. I didn't join Love & Hip Hop. I joined a show in the Housewives franchise. That's not, what we do on these shows. We push the envelope, as I said, but I don't wanna be a part of the show that needs to have two or three security guards whose job is anything more than to, you know, generally protect us from the outside world. Like when we travel, they always send security with us because again, we're a spectacle. But for us to be having lunch in Potomac and, We'll have to worry about if I say something that she doesn't like, which I will, is she gonna jump up and try to fight me again?
3: I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. All right, bye. Bye, Candace. Just leave the show. You know that thank you for I see everybody posting little tiny violins. People are so tired of Candace crying whining playing victim every other day she got a white tissue just every other scene <laughs> and I'm just traumatized it's like girl shut up like this this storyline has been drugged on for far too long the problem is this Candace is mad because she ran her mouth and she didn't think that Monique would take it there. And she just lost the fight, hands down. That She got some good hits in. She probably wouldn't have did all this crying. Now, y'all remember when Cynthia and Portia fought, you notice neither one of them just went on this whole hobo I'm a victim tour because Portia got some hits in and Cynthia kicked the shit out of her. Okay, it was a damn draw. Nobody won. (laughs) They both got their licks in. I don't understand how Candace continuously acts like she's the victim and she's innocent. Let me say this. I'm not condoning fighting. I'm not saying that these grown women need to put hands on each other. But what happened happened. So all that will, she shouldn't put her hands on it. It happened. Now what? We gonna talk about this until they're 80? She ran to go file charges. Okay, fine. You wanna file charges. Cool. Why is this your whole storyline? And my thing is, I would feel bad for her is she literally was one of those women? Like I get it on all these shows, they throw shade, they say little things, they talk behind each other's back. That's reality television. But she's taking so much stuff off of reality television onto social media, just like everybody else. She called Ashley a bedwinch while the lady was in labor, called her bedwinch. I'm like, why are you calling her a racist derogatory name? Isn't your husband white? Why are you calling her bedwinch? She has talked bad about other people. She tried to pull the knife on her when they were arguing in the house. She's done a lot of stuff too to make it a loving hip hop environment. But for some reason, she, like, she tries to act like she's bougie and better than, even in the podcast, she was saying wherever Monique is from, that's what they do where they're from. As if you're just so much better than her. You're bougie, but you're just as ratchet as any girl from the hood. You talk shit like somebody from the hood. Just because you were raised in the suburbs and raised in the Potomac, your mentality is still gutter. You're just mad that you got your ass whooped. Let, let, let's keep it real. That's what it boils down to. She's upset because she got her ass, you know, drug on national television. And she's been going on this hobo tour trying to play victim. Now nah, you're not a victim because you're just as grimy as Monique. You talk mess, you keep stuff up. And my thing is if you're so bougie and you're so well-to-do and you're so classy, why are you on a reality TV show any damn way? Y'all not ready for that conversation? The people I know who are really handling their business, who are really bougie and who really don't want to have themselves around low-class people, they don't go on reality television. So that says a lot more about you and the fact that you're on this show, it's not like she's on a, on a show with her and her husband. It's like a cooking show or it's a singing show. You are on a show called The Real Housewives of Atlanta, which for the past ten years, however long it's been on, all these females do on this reality television show is talk shit about each other, trash each other, fight, go at it. Th- these shows don't show women in the best light, so stop trying to act like you're above the fray. Stop trying to act like like Potomac is so much different than Atlanta. Because it's not. All I see is a bunch of messier, older women. It's no different than the Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'm sorry. People trying to act like it's a classier show because most of the women are racially ambiguous. The two ladies have blue eyes and all that stuff. They're all just as ratchet as the Atlanta cast, as the New Jersey cast at Salt Lake City. All of them. You know, so this this hobo uh, tissue tour—that's what we call it—the hobo tissue tour. Go sit your ass down. If you don't want to be on the show, leave the show. Okay, nobody's about to sit here and make little you know provisions for you. Oh, I'll be on there, but I'm not going to shoot with Monique. Well, you need to just stay home, ma'am. Okay, go enjoy your new house with your husband and and keep it pushing. It's as simple as that. I'm sorry, I'm over this storyline. Y'all told me to catch up. Cause remember I told you I really didn't like the Potomac like that. I was like ashing that weird husband of hers, Karen and her weird husband. I wasn't feeling, but I was like, no, you got to give it a chance. So I binge watched it. I got caught up and now I'm all the way, you know what I'm saying? I'm all the way caught up now. So now I'm invested. Damn it. And I wasn't trying to be. So at this point, I'm just, I'm over it. Put the tissue box down and just leave the show. If you're all that and you're so much better and you're so above, don't uh, don't be on Ratchet Reality Television. I don't understand like how hard that is. Nobody forces you to go on these shows and to open up your life and to, you know, what I'm saying put yourself out there. There's other means to get money. And if you already have money, why would you even go on a show like this? That's what doesn't make sense. Most people who are truly wealthy and rich they they want to stay clear away from reality television as possible. If anything, they're trying to create a own, their own show around them. So, I don't know. I'm just over it. Les Rosa said, who's your favorite? I would say out of all of them, you know, I like them all for, like, different reasons. I'm not going to say I have a favorite Potomac wife. I think, what's her name? Robin. I like her. But she she kind of, she can be overdramatic as well at times. But I kind of like Robin who's the other one Giselle with the green eyes I like Giselle but something with her daughters and her uh her husband their father it's weird it's a weird energy I don't know if y'all noticed that it makes me uncomfortable how uncomfortable her daughters are with their biological father it's weird like there's they they don't want them together at all. There's no connection. They don't really talk to him. They really don't want to be around him. Have y'all noticed that or is it just me? It's a weird vibe. And I love her daughters are so beautiful. I love her daughters, the twins. And then the one that's I think she's 14, the twins are 13. Okay, so y'all noticed that too. It's a very weird vibe with Giselle, Jamal Bryant, and those girls. It's like those girls don't wanna have nothing to do with Jamal. That's not normal. Because no matter what he's done, that's their father. So I feel like he's hurt those girls. And I'm not talking about like nothing crazy. Don't think I'm saying that. I think he's hurt them emotionally with the way that they treated their mother. And they need to find healing for that. This man's supposed to be a pastor. And his house with his daughters are so fractured, it's sad. But those girls do not wanna see them together at all they are not here for that union so that that kind of that doesn't sit well with me now Karen I didn't like Karen for a while because she just was I'm grand dom and she was just kind of weird but I, I got to know more of her when she went back to that little town <laughs> where she grew up in and she opened herself more so that made me like Karen more her husband Ray had me dying. You could tell Ray has checked out of that damn relationship, honey. She was like, Ray, I love you. Ray slammed that damn door. <laughs> Ray was like, bye. <laughs> so Ray wasn't here for it. You know what I mean? But they ended up working it out and everything else. Um, the Nigerian lady Wendy, I will say this. I do like her, but I feel like, sis, you just got here. You, you, you're, you're doing too much talking. Too much trying to back up your little friend who got you on the show you just got here, sis. bring it down a notch like she she just she just was just doing too much. you know what I mean like I like when she show like you know her Nigerian side like you know the culture, the Ebo side, you know the the naming ceremony with her daughter like I like her family dynamic, but all that you know her caping for Monique every two seconds i I got tired of it and then the whole I got a degree. Nobody, nobody at all. I got three degrees. Okay, we, we heard that the first seven times. That kind of got a little bit redundant. But other than that, I do like Wendy. I think she's a good addition. Who else is left? Ashley and baby Dean. I like baby Dean. He's so funny. He's cute. He's getting bigger. That husband of hers, he just, he's creepy. And he doesn't know how to handle his liquor. And I get teased that he low-key has a crush on Robin's husband Juan. I don't know. I just I get I get these weird teas from Ashley's husband. Maybe I'm reading too deep. Like I said, I'm, I'm new to these people. I'm still trying to fill them out. But he seems to have like a weird crush on Robin's husband. Funny. <laughs> oh, she got four degrees. Oh, my bad. Let me make sure I, I update that. Dr. Wendy has not one but four degrees and kudos to her. You know what I'm saying? I, I give props to anybody who goes to school. Degrees are not easy to get. But when you have to constantly throw them in people's faces and constantly bring that up, to me, that kind of screams insecurity. Like, we get it the first time. But when you have to constantly reiterate that, after a while, it's like, what, okay, ma'am, now what? Are we supposed to get up and, and, you know, clap every time? Like, I don't know what she wants from the rest of the cast. So that's the only thing. But yeah, I feel like, Michael Derby has a crush on Juan. I don't know if you, I, maybe, I, maybe my, I'm, I'm bugging, but that fight seemed like a lover's quarrel and Juan wasn't here for it. So Michael's a strange man. I don't know, he's strange, but Ashley's on her second baby with him. So kudos to her, hoodie. Let them have their good life. So yeah, I, I'm starting to get to know the Potomac ladies. Um, the Atlanta ladies, Latoya and Kenya. They give me mean girl vibes this season. I'm kind of here for it, though, because LaToya's from the islands. I'm still trying to, you know, kind of vibe her out, but she kind of comes off a little bit messy. I don't know her from social media. I'm just knowing her now on The Real Housewives. She's kind of messy. She's loud, but she seems fun. And it seems like Kenya has a low-key crush on her. Okay, I've kind of sensed that. Um, Drew Sador, I think that's her last name, her and her husband – this show's gonna end up messing up their marriage. It just is, you can't have a fractured relationship and bring it on national television because the audience is gonna pick it apart and her husband's fine, let's keep it real now, he ain't ugly and she's beautiful. So with all that arguing they're doing, they're opening the floodgates for trolls and IG models and thoughts to slide into their DMs and say, hey, what's up so I think they're doing a bit too much for national television listen Michael says you peaked hard Latoya's from Canada she's trying too hard Ralph is a hot mess yeah I'm just getting to know you know them but I feel like Latoya and Kenya they're on the little Mean Girls thing but I'm gonna let know I'm gonna watch it through the season I'm gonna watch I'm definitely here for Real Housewives of Atlanta that's my show Um, Let's see here. Brie from NYC sent 999 says, Hey T, send in love as always. The thing is that Candice is upset that her friend fought her for no reason. Monique lied about how the fight started, paying blogs and even made a song about it. I haven't heard Monique's song. um, And I believe that Monique ran to the blogs. I don't deny that. I can see her running to the blogs. But the thing is, Candice was getting just as rah-rah. Like, let's keep it real. Brie, come on now, sis. I seen you arguing in the discord. You're from New York. When people are not about that life and you don't want to fight, you just fall back. You, you just, you, you walk off. Had Candace just kind of just walked off and been like, I don't have time for this ghetto shit. I'm out. I don't really respected that. But Candace was going just as hard. You know what I'm saying? In her face, just as hard, talking mess. Just if if y'all are above the fray, you just walk off. Did Monique get out of control? Absolutely. Especially once they like pulled her away, calmed her down, then she ran around the back and, you know, ran out into the woods with no shoes on trying to fight her. Monique did a lot that night. But I think that's because Candace just kind of pushed her to the edge. You know, and at the end of the day, the judge threw the case out. So this woman has no case. So if the judge looked at everything and was like, get this shit out of my damn courtroom, we got real shit to deal with, okay? Get the fuck out of here with this dumb shit. You sign up for reality television, that's what your ass get. I'm telling you, that's what the judge was thinking. I know they didn't say it, but that's what they was thinking because I'd have dismissed this shit too. Y'all going to be back friends or back on this damn show next season, so get out of my courtroom with this nonsense. She's just doing too much. But yeah, when you don't when you don't want to fight and engage, you just stop. You, you, you just nip it in the bud right there and then. And she's just, you know, she just like, she just talks a lot. She's little, like a little chihuahua, Er, 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 always barking, always talking, always flying off and, you know, just trying to pop off on people. And Monique just got tired of it. Right or wrong, you know, it went down. It's just what happened. But tissue box, she just got to sit down. I'm just, I'm over it. These these tattooed tears, like, girl, it's over with. Claudia Perez in 1999 says, T, you are the absolute best. My best friend, Aaliyah, she's watching right now. What's up, Aaliyah? <laughs> and I love you. Thank you for all that you do. I hope you and your family have an amazing Christmas. Thank you so much, Claudia. I really appreciate that. Thank you for the super chat and shout out to you and your best friend. It's always dope to have a best friend. So thank you. Um, Let's see here. Kelly Renee sent five says, I can't believe I caught a live. I'm late, but I'm here. That's what's up. Thank you and welcome to the stream. Um, I, I H, why do I want to, you know, I'm so damn dyslexic. I want to call it high and just, you know, swap the name around, but it's I H. She's sent four She says, Hey T, Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Thank you for the YouTube lives. They have helped me get through the year. Oh, you are so welcome. And thank you as well. And these live streams have helped me to be honest. I don't go live every day. I would never do that. But when I do, it just, it makes me feel good. Because I get to vibe off for of y'all's energy. There's good conversation in the chat and everything else. So thank you so much. Um, let's see here. Alexa Rosier says, "Hey, lovely T. I'm 20. I've been watching. I've been watching your content forever. I'm from wretched ass Florida, by the way. Love you. Love you too, sis. And thank you for coming through. I appreciate you. So that was the Real Housewives T. Like I said, you know, I don't have anything against Monique. I'm, excuse me, Candace, but my thing is we're just, we're over it. We're tired. Now you're going to these podcasts. You're talking about this shit. You're threatening to leave the show, ma'am. Just leave. Just, just, just go. It's okay. Okay. It's, it's all right. If you're above the fray, just go. It's that simple. So now I want to go ahead. Um, oh, I've been out here for an hour and 12 minutes. I still got more stuff to talk about. Hold up. Let me see. Somebody had Somebody sent a super chat. Um, Anitra Howard sent $10. She says, ever since Boosie said, is people doing worse stuff, LOL. They've been getting everyone on IG. I'm sorry, Tricia. Oh, she's transitioning back to being a girl now. (laughs) Thank you so much for the super chat. Talking about Lil Boosie, have y'all seen his wheelchair troubles? Honey, let me pull these videos up. Lil Boosie homeboy done broke his wheelchair. Then he got it fixed. Now he's racing his son in his wheelchair. Lil Boosie's a mess. Y'all go ahead and check out this video. <laughs> it had me cracking up.
1: Bust his ass and broke. Man, nigga, that broke my wheelchair, dog. Man, I need a pack, man. Man, nigga, that broke my wheelchair, dog. Man, bro. My man, I gotta put you in a grave, man. Damn, bro! Look at my baby, man. We had a nice time together. R.I.P. I'm leaving.
3: How the hell do you break a wheelchair? That's what don't make no sense. Let me find this other video. Boosie been in this wheelchair wilding out. He got so now he got a new wheelchair.
1: One, two, three, go. I'm just... Fuck with me, boy. Can <laughs> you fuck with me?
3: automatic nigga <laughs> automatic <laughs> look why did I think he was about to hit the damn wall he hit that damn curve Lil Boosie's giving Roland Ray a run for his damn money okay you know Roland Ray he getting that damn wheelchair his ass be gone baby Lil Boosie said okay Roland Ray you think that you gonna be the wheelchair champ shit hold my damn blunt <laughs> The way he hit that corner, I was like, oh, hell no. Lil Boosie's a straight up mess. I guess he said he ain't got his Instagram back, but he got his wheelchair back, damn it, okay? So anyways, let's go ahead. I wanna go and talk about this situation that's going on with LeBron James. Oh, we gotta talk about this, y'all. This whole situation is a mess. Give me just a second here. Um, Ivy, zero, zero, 47 says love you t i wish i could hug you for all the happiness your videos brought me over the years instead i'll settle for this super chat all virtual hugs thank you so much and thank you for the super chat sis i appreciate you I'm um, ag Sam 49.99 thank you ag she says merry christmas to you and your family you look so cute in your hoodie stay safe during the winter storm and have a blessed holiday season your lives have been lit love you alexandria Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for the super chat, sis. Um, let's see here. Sandra Richardson says, Merry Christmas, Auntie. Thank you for making this year a little more bearable. You have a bright light in, in honor of Candace." Oh, that's a little um, emojis with the tissue. Yes, I feel you. Thank you. Thank you for the super chat. I appreciate it. So let's talk about what's going down with LeBron James. Now, I don't like this. Let me... Get the video together. So if you guys don't know, the U.S. Surgeon General, uh, Surgeon, <laughs> Sergeant. Them words be cracking me up. I mix them up. But the U.S. Surgeon General is basically, his name is uh, Dr. Jerome Adams. Really smart black man. We've seen him on CNN. Uh, we've seen him recently take the vaccine. So he was doing an interview. Um, he's in Cali right now. And so as he's interviewing He basically tells LeBron that he wants LeBron to not just take a shot on the basketball court, but he wants him to take a vaccine. He wants him to get the shot, do it in front of people. So that way, you know, I guess so the black community feels more comfortable. He didn't necessarily say that, but that's what he was saying in so many words. So let me go ahead and play this for you guys here. Give me just a second to pull this video up. This whole situation is a hot mess.
0: Okay. He's a buddy of mine, and I I know he's working hard to keep you all safe. And LeBron James, I know you've been a big supporter of masks. I want to know when you're going to take the shot. Not the basketball shot, but the uh, COVID shot, because I did it because I know it's safe, and we want to make sure people understand this is how we end the pandemic. And while we wait to end the pandemic, we do our part by donating plasma if we've recovered and following the W's. Wear a mask, wash your hands, watch your distance, and uh, wait on these holiday gatherings,
4: Doctor Adams. Have you reached out directly to LeBron James uh, in another way, and, and have, are you just waiting for his response?
0: Well, you know, I would love to say that I have LeBron James's cell phone number. <laughs> I've actually gotten a lot of people's cell phone numbers throughout the Steve Harvey and I are, are, are back and forth. Uh, Jose Andres, uh, he and I have worked a lot to help the, the Hispanic and Latino communities who've been hard hit by this virus understand how they can stay safe. And uh, Oprah, Oprah and I, uh, you know, we're we're working to help keep the African-American community safe, but I don't have LeBron's number yet. (laughs) And I'm messing with him because I was in Ohio this weekend and they're the ones who told me to ask him if he was going to take the shot. But I think that's how we promote confidence.
3: Sir, shut the fuck up, lying. Did not one person in Ohio... Tap you on your shoulder and say, hey, will you will you ask LeBron if he'll take the shot? Why do people just get on television and just make up stuff? Nobody, I, I don't give a damn who you are. Nobody woke up this morning and was like, I wonder if LeBron, if, if, if LeBron's gonna take the vaccine. Who gives a shit? If he takes it, does it affect me? Does it benefit me in any way, shape, or form? Like what the? Why do people lie? <laughs> I was in Ohio, and everybody kept asking me, make sure you ask LeBron if he... Nobody asks you that, sir. Stop the foolishness, okay? So first... Le- <laughs> <I'm> like, what? <laughs> if I meet the Surgeon the Surgeon General, the last I'm gonna ask him is, hey, is LeBron gonna take the vaccine? I'm gonna be asking you, hey, is this vaccine safe? What happens if my black ass takes it? That's what I'm gonna be asking about me. What the hell? So any damn ways, I feel like this. LeBron James don't owe nobody nothing. It's funny how they always want to call LeBron, you know what I'm saying, when it's convenient, when it's something for the black community. Because we know, you know, all black people like basketball. So when it's something for the black community, let's call LeBron. But any other time the media is dragging him, oh, he's doing too much. Oh, he's a ball hog. Oh, this and all that. But as soon as they want to do something, then it's, hey, LeBron, You all go ahead, take that vaccine. No, hell no, leave LeBron alone. Let LeBron enjoy his new ring that he just got, that he's showing off on the gram. Let him live his life. If he wants to take the vaccine, that is between him and his doctor, okay? That don't have nothing to do with the rest of the world. That's unfair to put that type of burden on one man. And they're only trying to have LeBron take it and possibly do it in public. So that way, you know, this generation, all the young hit people, they feel confident and they feel okay enough to let LeBron James, you know, because they feel like, okay, well, LeBron does it. Then it's safe enough for me to do it. That's why they're trying to push it. It's not even because of anything like, you know, Anything scientific, they just, if you see a black face doing something, nine times out of ten, other black people, because they just assume that we don't think, oh, it's a black face, oh, it's a celebrity, oh, here goes my arm, shoot it up, hell nah, who takes that damn shot, LeBron or Oprah, that's their business, I'm still gonna wait. So I don't, I don't think that's fair. That's not fair to, all, to even try and put that pressure on him and make him feel like, you know, hey, LeBron, anybody in Ohio, and of, all, of all states, he had to bring up Ohio. Not, not the people of Florida. Oh, the whole state of Ohio. <laughs> Why aren't y'all asking Tom Brady's ass? Hey, Tom Brady, have you taken the damn vaccine? Why are they not asking, you know, any of their, their favorite white athletes? Why are y'all putting out the burden on LeBron James? Y'all need to stop that. Let that man enjoy his damn NBA championship. They doing too much. Man, I hear lying. Have Elon. Somebody said, have Elon must take it. Exactly. What about, Bob? Uh, well, hell, did Bill, I was going to say, what about Bill Gates? But well, did he even actually take it? Could have been a damn placebo. I don't trust him at all. Yeah, he plays in LA. Talking about, oh, everybody in Ohio, <laughs> they keep asking me when's LeBron gonna take the vaccine Ain't nobody ask you that shit Quit lying. <laughs> somebody said ask Peyton Manning exactly uh, Mark Zuckerberg there's all types of you know white athletes y'all's not asking them y'all want LeBron to be the test dummy LeBron gonna mess around get it done and then he gonna faint like that nurse <laughs> he won't be able to play basketball the rest of the season oh hell no LeBron stay away from that shit we seen that nurse fall out fuck that we need you on the court Bronny they play too much so let me go ahead and um now let's talk about the Azealia Banks thing because I had to I had posted this earlier today Azealia Banks is very upset she's over the whole masking situation and she's on social media ranting and raving about it let me go ahead and play you guys what Azealia Banks posted today and it's causing a lot of controversy She looks really pretty in this video, though, by the way. Zilly Banks is a very pretty girl. She's batshit crazy, but she's a cute girl. She looks all natural. Got the little bang bang.
7: Okay, guys. It's really time to wake the fuck up about this stupid ass mass shit. Get into the logic, right? So you mean tell me that this piece of paper or this sock is going to protect me from... This novel virus with anthrax-like transmissibility and AIDS-like systemic devastation. By wearing it over my face and robbing myself of oxygen, but my eyes could be wide fucking open. How does that make any sense, y'all? How does that make any fucking sense? Why are they not requiring that people also wear goggles? This whole shit is a fucking scam. This is a scam. It's a fucking scam, and. At a certain point in time, everybody's really going to have to band together and just reject the shit because this is getting stupid now. All these fucking shutdowns, all this bullshit, like, and the type of shit that's going to start happening when people can't. Okay, guys, it's really time to wake the fuck up.
3: Okay, so yeah, I just heard what Azealia Banks had to say. Let me come back on the screen here. Give me just a second so she is over it she feels like it's time to wake up she doesn't want to be bothered anymore with the you know with the mask and everything else um i I get it trust me i've been getting it it's very frustrating but we cannot forget that there are real people out here catching the virus i've had it affect my own family you know so the virus is real but I just don't know what else to like think about everything. Now they're saying that there's a super virus coming down the pipeline. It's like, we can't even get this regular <coughs> C virus under control. Now y'all talking about there's a super one and it's mutating and now it could kill kids. And they were saying all types of stuff on CNN. So I think part of it is a lot of people are just frustrated. They want everything to go back to normal. But what scares me is that one, like I've been saying for a while, nothing is gonna go back to normal, okay? What I've been saying since the summer is that they're gonna make things so uncomfortable for people. They're gonna start pushing um, the vaccine cards where you're gonna have to show that you were vaccinated before you can fly. I was saying this this summer. You're gonna, and eventually they're gonna make it where, okay, fine, I don't wanna fly, I'ma just drive everywhere. Well, in order for you to get into this state, because we don't want you to bring, you know, whatever you may have into our state. Remember, when they weren't allowing New Yorkers to uh, drive down to Florida, they weren't allowing people from New Orleans to, you know, drive into Atlanta. Remember, they had all them checkpoints in different states. It was crazy. I believe they're going to do that. And there'll be checkpoints where if you try and go into another state, you have to show that you've been vaccinated and show that you're not bringing something into another state or another country, hence the passport vaccine um, that they're trying to do. On top of that, like I said, they're gonna make it so uncomfortable where you can't do basic stuff. You may not be able to work. Your work will be able to say, hey, you don't have it. You're putting everybody else at risk. You can't work here. Your kids won't be able to go to school unless they have the vaccine. You won't be, and it could get really bad where you may not be able to go into the grocery store or to go shop. This is why I say this is nothing but the modern day mark of the beast. All of this is in the Bible where they were talking about the chip in the forehead and you know you have to have that chip in order to shop and do stuff. We've been hearing about this since we were a kid and now it's coming to fruition. I've been saying this all summer and now the news is reiterating and showing proof of everything I have been saying since this, since this whole situation hit. And it's very scary, you guys. It's very scary to know that people can be shut out of things simply because they don't want to take the vaccine. It's very scary. Let me go ahead and play this for you guys real quick. This clip. Give me just a second here to share my screen. Airlines and venues, proof of a vaccine could be the ticket to getting back
2: to normal. This morning, questions swirling. Could businesses, schools, sporting events, or even airlines make you prove you've taken the shot? Qantas Airways saying it is considering requiring travelers to show proof of vaccination before boarding their international flights.
0: What we're looking at is how you can have a vaccination a passport, an electronic version of it that certifies what the vaccine is. Is it acceptable to the country you're traveling to?
2: Several companies are working on these so-called vaccination passports like Clear, IBM and Change Healthcare, working in partnership with various airlines and grocery stores like Albertsons and Walgreens to upload lab results into an app.
0: What we really think we can do is to make that circumstance uh, in the patient's control, make it secure and make it as available to all the venues where it might need to be used.
2: Businesses and large venues could ask for proof of a vaccine from the app, similar to pulling up a boarding pass on your
0: phone. The people coming in aren't going to create any kind of super spreader event, certainly travel, and frankly, letting us all get our lives back, being able to go to concerts and restaurants and other venues where we feel that we can safely interact with others, and they feel that they can safely interact with us.
2: Okay, so this is how it would work. For companies like Claire, you would link your lab data to the app. It would show green if you've taken the vaccine, red if you haven't. This is an easy, quick way to get hundreds or thousands of people into a venue. And these companies assure me that it is very safe, just like going through TSA.
3: Okay, y'all, so let me come back on the screen. So that is very scary. You know, and I saw somebody in the comment section ask, you know, well, what should we do? I don't have the answers. I I don't have the answers. I don't know what to say to like make people feel better. All I can do is put the information out there. I've been saying this for months. People were calling me a fear monger, saying I was reaching, you're doing too much, shut the hell up. Everything I have been saying, and not just me, don't, don't, you know, I'm just talking about my platform, what I've been saying on my platform, but of course I'm not the only one. There's been plenty, plenty of people, whistleblowers, and you know what I'm saying people with other platforms who've been saying the same thing, okay? And now it's all coming to fruition, and that's the part that's so unfortunate. Like, yes, I want to say, hey, I'm not going to take it, and I refuse. But if you, if it, if it depends on your livelihood, you're not going to have a choice. If you can't go in and go do your job unless you have this vaccine you're not gonna have a choice. And that's what they're trying to do is make things so uncomfortable. Even somebody was telling me people who are on welfare and getting assistance, they can withhold assistance from you if you don't take it as well. So this is very scary. And that's the part that bothers me is I feel like it's so calculated. When have we ever done this for any other illness? We've never done this for any other illness, not for HIV, not for the flu, you know, they've never done this. And that's the part that's really scary. And I'm not saying that C-19 is not real and there's not real people dying, but what bothers me is the agenda that's coming with this whole situation. That's the part that just makes me not be able to sleep at night. That's just very frightening. You know, I have very, you know, like I said, people close to me who have had it. So, I'm never going to sit here and say that it's fake. and, oh, it's not real, and don't wear your mask and just keep no. Wear your mask, wash your hands. It's very real. But the stuff that's being pushed is it's that's the part that just bothers my spirit that just does not sit well with me. Um, let me go ahead and read this super chat. Natasha F says Natasha from Haiti here. I love you, T. looking gorgeous as always. Happy holidays, love. You're the only tea we need. Thank you so much, Natasha. Thank you for coming through, sis. Um, Let's see here, uh, Tatiana Richard sent five. She says, my job tells me that they can force us to take the vaccine. The question is whether the powers may be will force us or not. Yeah, and that's the part that's scary. That's why, you know, that's why I just have to keep it honest. I don't have any answers. Who am I to sit here and tell people don't take it? cuss out your boss I, I don't know your situation we all have bills to pay at the end of the day I have to conform here this is for the most part my job I have to conform even with the things I want to talk about I can't talk about even me talking about this is kind of risky you know so it's like I don't know all I can say is that you just got to pray on it you know to whoever you believe in be it Allah or God you know what I'm saying or you know Deities, you just got to pray on it and do what you feel that you need to do in your spirit. But it's very scary that people are being literally pushed between a rock and a hard place and they're having to choose either my livelihood and take care and feed my family or put something in my body that hasn't even been tested, that has not been around for longer than a few weeks. You know, it's very scary. Um, Catalina. 1287 cent 20 thank you she says hey t i watched the playback it's been a long day i work with children and a little boy threw a shoe at my head oh look. <laughs> and ding me good oh no never nevertheless you look beautiful keep up the good work oh thank you so much sis for this super chat i'm sorry the little boy hit his mark i mean damn what the hell was going on in there but you know what these kids are frustrated sis they're frustrated their routines have changed you know he's probably used to going outside being around his friends you know these kids are not being able to do what they're used to be doing and and it's it's coming out in all types of ways so i'm sorry he took that out on you you know it's really frustrating you know even like you know the the older kids the high school kids it's like all we do is just sit around the house like i was when i was watching you know not even to be to segue back but when i was watching the real housewives of atlanta and I'm looking at Latoya's outfit because I thought her outfit was so cute with the little shorts, a little Louis Vuitton belt, the little shoes. And I'm like, oh my, oh, my God, her shorts are so cute. Like, And I literally was like tripping on how cute her shorts were for about 20 minutes. And I'm like, OK, move the fuck out. Why are you still talking about thinking about her shorts? But I thought about it. I haven't worn any shorts this summer. The only shorts I wore this summer were those damn uh, workout shorts. <laughs> to to work out because I gained so much damn weight (laughs) during quarantine. But I didn't wear a pair of cute jean shorts. I barely even able to wear heels. We haven't been anywhere. We've literally been in the house just bored watching Netflix. Thank God for the Discord. Thank God for y'all. Thank God for social media. But if they they kill the switch on social media tomorrow, a lot of us are gonna go crazy as hell because we don't even got the outside right now. Like, I've be looking at everybody's outfit on reality television, like, okay, that's cute, must be nice, wonder where they're going, because we, we can't really go anywhere. I mean, except for Atlanta, Atlanta's a whole nother breach. y'all can do whatever, Atlanta ain't a- feeling the effects of shit. Everybody else is shut down, can't go nowhere really, except for the store, you know what I mean? Meanwhile in Atlanta, I want to know what kind of vaccine y'all got floating around. Because everybody in Atlanta is just having a good old funky time. Is, I mean, and I was thinking initially that nobody down there was getting sick, but people are getting sick down there, but y'all, y'all don't shut down shit. Look, uh, Cam Yonse said, yes, I've been in sweats. I'm serious. People be like, oh, you be coming on your lives all dressed up. This is really the only time I get dressed up. And I enjoy it. It makes me feel good. Like, oh, good. What am I going to wear today? What can I wear? Because any other time, I'm just sitting around in sweats. I got every color sweat outfit. Red, blue, gray, black. I just want shit to go back to normal. I just want to travel, you know what I'm saying? Go out, see people, visit my family, visit my friends. You know, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's a whole different world. And the scary part, like I was telling my youngest son earlier, I don't think things will ever go back to what it was before. I just don't like I miss going to the basketball games and, you know, wearing the little outfits, you know, going to like the Vikings game, wearing my little Viking shirt with my hat, my purple and gold shoes. You know, just like going to like just different sporting events, seeing my kids as sporting events It's this has just been very frustrating, very frustrating. And it's not just me, it's everybody, It's everybody. I'm um, goth boy ninety five cent four ninety nine. He says, "Y'all better buy a PS five and start an OnlyFans. If you ain't getting a vaccine, we screwed y'all. I give in. Thank you so much for the super chat, love them PS fives, honey. They've been hard to get a hold of. My son got one and he sold it, so they've been reselling like hotcakes. I'm um, Mad Hatter thirty five cent nine ninety nine. She says, or he. I'm sorry." Says the reason why they never had this energy for HIV is because it wasn't affecting the straight white community Mm, with the teacup emoji. They're not ready for that conversation. Thank you so much for the super chat. Love. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. Um, the Queens cafe sent the 999 sticker. Thank you so much. Queens cafe. I appreciate you. Um, Athene says their vaccine, their vaccine is praised. Okay, thank you so much for the Super Chat, sis. I appreciate you. Um, Jesus Mill says, Hey T, have a, mer- have a happy Christmas with you and your family. Love you very much. All I want for Christmas is to be in the Discord. God bless you. Thank you so much and thank you for the Super Chat. I appreciate you. Um, Shay with love says, Trace showed up at my house today. It was a lot and I live in NYC. Who is Trace? Are you talking about the contact tracers? They showed up at your house? That's, I don't know why they would show up at your house because usually they call people and they try and find out where they were at so they can contact other people. So that's crazy showing up to people's houses. Real Melancholy Santan says, T just showing some love. Did you listen slash watch? The Andre Murhall interview hilarious. I didn't watch it. I saw clips, so I didn't watch the whole interview. I feel like at this point now he's just looking for attention now. So I didn't. I didn't really pay any attention. But I might go back and watch it if you're saying that it's funny. But I've only saw clips of it. But thank you. Um, Ty Seventeen says they are getting sick, but not reporting the numbers here in Georgia. I think the CDC did something. Since they are based here. Atlanta in Atlanta. Tin Hat is tingling. Yeah, Atlanta's a whole nother animal. Cause LA is shut down. You know, restaurants are shut down. Meanwhile, in Atlanta, Atlanta, they're just doing their own thing. Um, okay. So Athne sent another five. She says, I meant Atlanta vaccine is prayers. <laughs> I can't spell. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. You're saying that the people in Atlanta are able to survive because they just pray. They pray they don't get the C-19. Maybe that's what it is. Because I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Um, PM sent $35 in czar money. Says, wow, T, finding you online at 6 a.m. in South Africa is a blessing. I love you, auntie. Love you too. I can't wait 6 a.m. Wow. Well, it's 10, 16 here. And I've been on for a while now. Um, oh, I've been on for almost two hours. So it's definitely time for me to go. But this has been a great stream. Let me make sure I hit up I hit all my topics that I wanted to hit cuz I took a lot of notes. Make sure I got everything. I did. I got all the topics that we wanted to talk about. Um, you know like I said, just just stay safe. You know, like I said, I get it. I, I get that people are over it. They're over the whole mask thing. They just want things to go back to normal. Just be safe because there are people out here still getting it. There are people who are asymptomatic. Um, and just, just follow up, read up as much as you can. Because like I said, there's a new strain that they're talking about that's going to be even worse. And my thing is with this new strain, is a vaccine going to protect from that strain? Or do they have to take another vaccine? So all of this stuff is just going to be interesting. I'm going to keep following up with it. I'm going to keep providing you guys with the information, but just do not be shocked with all the stuff that's coming down the pipeline and how they're going to try and force you to take the vaccine just to live in regular society. So on that note, you guys, thank you so much to all 12,000 people who came through tonight. Thank you guys for joining me. Thank you guys for being in this live stream for the past hour and 50 minutes damn near. You know, I really appreciate it. You guys have a Merry Christmas. Um, I probably won't be back until after Christmas. I'll probably just make podcasts and solo videos. But you guys have a happy Christmas. Stay safe and, you know, be careful out there. So I'll talk to you guys later. Deuces. Merry Christmas.